We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is up, Broncos country? It is your Wednesday night. Thank you for joining Thomas Hall and yours truly, Luke Patterson, on MHI, where you can catch us every Wednesday night at 6 p.m. Mountain. We are rocking with you guys for a full hour. We've got Broncos versus Chiefs Thursday night football. We'll get into some of those leftovers, right, from last week and that whole ugly, disgusting mess that is the Denver Broncos. We're going to talk trade rumors, right? We're going to talk, yeah. what, what's Tom hearing? What am I hearing? I've reached out to some of my buddies today, uh, found out some interesting things. Who knows what's going to happen with this Denver Broncos team? I think ultimately this team's going to look a lot different here in about three days. I think dominoes are really going to start falling. We will get into that and more before we do. Broncos country. Let's say what's up to everybody. David was first in the house tonight. I always like to give our guys and gals shout outs that come in long before the show even starts. That is a true diehard support. And we appreciate David and salute him because of it. Prediction. Really? This team is uh, this team. 60 to 13. Dang. Kansas City is David's calling a shot there. Um, Man, 60 to 13. Whew, it could happen. We'll talk about the spread, what the Broncos are looking like, all that and more before we do DVA. Get out our own DVA on Mile High Huddle. He's got his weekly NFL power rankings up right now. Again, that's milehighhuddle.com. What's up, Broncos country? Make sure you hit that like button on the way in. Share on all platforms and subscribe if you have not done so already. Dylan Hart at work, repping Broncos country out there in Cali. Absolutely love it. Keep grinding, Dylan. Kevin Gray also coming in here, Thomas, saying what's up, Scott and Luke. Thomas, mile high salute to Broncos country. It's nice to see some optimism, right, from guys like Kevin, from Dylan, from David, from uh, C. Chang in there. I mean, man, there's not a lot of room for optimism in my heart right now for the Denver Broncos, Tom. I am frustrated. We were just lamenting before the show started, right? We always like to give that just a little peek behind the curtain, <laughs> just to, you know, show that we too are human beings and have these emotions in case we don't show them on this show for whatever reason. But it's like, dude, Thomas, Sunday, what are you going to do Sunday, man? Yeah. We don't have to suffer. We don't have to be miserable because we're going to rip that Band-Aid off tomorrow night on Thursday Night Football, Broncos v. Chiefs. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm glad to be going out to going away and getting away from it all, uh, getting this over on Thursday night, man. Uh yeah, it's been a rough it's been a rough go on Sundays for me over the last several weeks. So, it'll be nice to not have to suffer through the week. Hey, 
I'm going to make you feel better, though. Head on over to milehighhuddle.com. Check out our prediction and roundtable. We're going to get into that here in a little bit. My keys to victory are also up, and we're going to get into that as well. That's right, folks. The Broncos, believe it or not, I think there are three things that the Broncos need to do specifically to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll get into that and more. But, Thomas, dude, you should be taking victory laps on all us, all of us at MHH right now. Dude, you're 4-1. and one. Yeah, pick them. Not that I'm paying attention or anything. Three and two right behind you. Uh, but it was a pretty much, you know, landslide this week in pick them. Broncos over Kansas City Chiefs. Naysayers at Mile High Huddle. Kansas City was picked across the board, Tom. Well, I mean, even it, Kansas City isn't even playing that good. If they were, I would have made the score more uh, akin to what Miami did to the Broncos, but they haven't actually been playing that good from my perspective, but they're still a better team than what the Broncos are doing. And we can talk about your keys to victory as much as we want. The problem is they don't do it. The Broncos just don't do it. You saw it last week. They were supposed to run in the third quarter, keep running the ball. They didn't do it. They ran four times in the third quarter. They, they didn't do anything that they were supposed to do. They got all cute with the play calling. I think it was one of the worst play calling that I've seen from Sean Payton so far this this year. It was a it was a mess. And so I mean, I like we know what they're supposed to do, but for some reason they don't know what to do because they don't do it. Well, they don't give a G whiz. You know who does give a G whiz? Our guy David, man. David's Broncos faithful, true and true, riding and dying with this team every week, man. Good evening, Broncos Country. Luke Thomas, Dylan, and Scott. Hashtag six and eleven. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> MHH for life. Buckham, Denver Broncos for life. Have fun tonight, boys. Thank you, David, man. Uh, good to see you. Love you repping that MHH orange as well, man. Buckham. Yeah, Tom, Sean Payton, he knows best, right? I mean, he absolutely knows best with play calling, with calling uh, or, or hiring coaching staff, rather, with bringing in overpriced free agents. I mean, we could go down the list. And it's funny when you take a look and take a lap on the national circuit, Type in Denver Broncos on YouTube, Google. The first thing you're going to see is something from one of us over at milehighhuddle.com. But the next thing you're going to see is a national story. And that national story goes one of two two ways. One, Sean Payton's the problem. Two, Russell Wilson's not the problem. But maybe he's not washed either. And it's like, well, no, I think they're both doing a pretty horrible job. That's why we're, this team is losing right now. I'm out on Russell Wilson, Sean. I said it earlier, Sean, Tom. I said Tom. it earlier this week. <laughs> I said, Sean, I wish I could talk to Sean. I'm out on Russell Wilson, <laughs> man. I am. That last game did it for me. It, it, it's just I don't see the fire that you're supposed to see out of QB1. Uh, I talked about stripping the captain's patches weeks ago. It, it's just a damn shame. I mean, you've got Cortland Sutton quitting out there. Mark Schlereth went scorched earth. On that guy, we have an article up on that at milehighhuddle.com, too. And Jerry Judy. I mean, uh, good Lord, Tom. Yeah, Jerry, this Jerry is Judy. just in shambles, bud. Jerry Judy has more Twitter beefs with Broncos legends than he has touchdowns this year. So that's a shame, for one. You know, I the problem is you, we can be out on Russell Wilson all we want. I'm not, actually. I, I disagree with you. I think he's playing pretty good football. I just don't think there's anybody that cares around him. So it's not really helping him. Problem is, does though, he care? The, does he care, though, Tom? I'm not going to let you off the hook. And we'll get back to what the problem <laughs> is, but I'm not going to I'm not going to let that fly because I was with you 
in the foxhole up until this last week. That fumble, yeah. Tom, I get it. I get it. People sometimes screw up in big moments. I've been guilty of it. Hell, I'm probably still going to be guilty of it later this week. I'll be doing a little radio here in Denver and catch my faux pas wherever yeah. uh, you get something. But And speaking of radio, I heard you on the air today. Shout out to Tom. Head on over to Tom's Twitter, at Tom's Hall NFL. Look, man, when Russ fumbled that ball, it didn't look like he cared. It didn't yeah. look like he cared. Sean Payton was getting into his lunch, and I know you're not going to defend that, but I'm just saying because I hear it from Broncos country. I see it on X, formerly known as Twitter or whatever I got to say. It, it's just like, ah. And then he comes out in the press conference and says, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. That was unfortunate. That was unfortunate. That that broke the back. That broke any spirit that this fan base had. And it just – Man, you're right, Tom. He is. You can win football games with Russell Wilson, but for crying out loud, it's just it, it's it's laughable at this point. And the fan base, to me, is starting to check out. Well, the the thing of it is, I, I I'm not. I don't give up on it. I think he's. I he was still trying at that time. But I'll tell you, the the offensive line was terrible in that game, and I also think that the wide receivers just couldn't get open. So there was there was all sorts of problems. And Russ is holding the ball too long. There was. There was a lot of problems, uh, but you know, I go back to the Chicago game. Russ kept kept playing out there, three touchdowns, and uh, you know, brought the team back. And so, I don't know if he's given up per se. But what I'll say, the problem with Russell Wilson is his contract. The, and I've said this, and now I I I got to I got I'm either the me I'm ahead of the other big media people, or they are copying my stuff because now I'm starting to see what I said about Russell Wilson's contract. The problem is, is if you tank for Caleb Williams, so to speak, you're you've got uh, still so much money tied up in a quarterback, uh, in the quarterback position that you're not going to reap the benefits of having a low priced rookie contract for a few years as you try and build this team around him. So that's the problem that you have. If you stick with Russell Wilson for another year as you're doing this rebuild, and and or draft a quarterback just knowing that you're not going to be able to put as much money into the team as you're hoping to in free agency um that you know then you have a chance but right now i mean even if you cut him at the end of the year or trade him you've got a huge dead cat hit that's gonna you know it's gonna sting for a while so that's a problem but i think if you can build a team around him he can play well but it's the problem is is how long can you wait right how long do you have with russell wilson I think you got three years with him if you kept him around until he's really kind of off that cliff, but I don't think you can build a team in that amount of time. Listen, we all know it's way more fun to be there live for Denver Broncos football, and when you need tickets, Ticketmaster's got you covered. As the official marketplace of the Denver Broncos and the NFL, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat with a wide selection of tickets available for every game. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. And you can even customize your Ticketmaster app to rep your team's colors, that beautiful orange and blue. Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash Denver Broncos. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's I don't want to build a team with Russell Wilson. I just don't, man. Like, I, I just, I'm not like one of these, I hate him because I don't. I, it's just, I'm just kind of like, meh, next. Like, yo, okay, that, that was an interesting chapter. Can we move on? Can we, I mean, crazier things have happened. I get the contract is what it is. I get that. But at the same time, and David weighing in here again with another $2 super, Russell Wilson, horrible decision. Ah, uh, I mean, I was cheering it at the time, David. So, yeah, you know, it's tough for me to beat Joe. Right. It's I think most of us were, if we're being honest. I was thrilled. I was through the moon. Right. And this was right after I got yeah. done reporting. Aaron Rodgers was coming here based on things I was hearing in Vegas at the Shrine Bowl from good sources out there. It, it's just crazy, man. It's crazy where we're at right now, Tom. Uh, yeah. This wasn't supposed to happen. Sean Payton, Russell Wilson like this, it, this wasn't supposed to happen. And I get that it's going to take a little time for Sean Payton to figure this out. But at the same time, it's funny. I, I'm coming home from volleyball practice last night with my kid and it's national radio and they're talking about the Vikings and Kirk Cousins, right? And how the Vikings are, maybe there's some rumors that they want to try to deal with Kirk Cousins. And I ask you, I mean, this is where, this is where you're at. Would you rather have a Kirk Cousins than Russell Wilson? Contracts aside, all that, right. They, they I just neither Wilson any day. Kirk Cousins guy is a great stats guy, it. but he can't. He neither doesn't guy win the have the it factor, man. Neither guy like one of them has the ring, and you can never take that away from him or the accolades. And I've never been a Kirk Cousins guy either. But it's just kind of one of those meh. And I got to be honest, I'm not a I'm I'm not a Caleb guy. I'm just I'm really not. I like May a lot, but. I think it's time that this fan base get a fresh start with a rookie quarterback. You preach it week in and week out on all three of your shows, Tom. Rookie contracts is where you build football teams. Uh, it, it truly is. And, and you can do so many things. You can move mountains. And that's just, I, I can't do it with Russ anymore, man. I just really can't. I'm not like a Russ hater, but I just, I'm out. Yeah. Well, here's the issue, man. People are like, oh, you got to tear it down to the studs and rebuild this thing. You can't. You're not going to. First of all, you can't rebuild a team with all rookies because that would mean you'd have to hit on all of your rookies, which is impossible. It's you can't do it. Even the first round, you hit 50 percent of the time. So you have to have vets. The thing that you have to do here to make this team to rebuild this team is you got to get rid of vets who are not in the future plan at all. Because they're they're either nearing the end of their prime or they're under 
performing in their contract. Get rid of those. Try and get something for them. You're not gonna, I don't think you're getting anything for Frank Clark, maybe, but you're gonna get something for Simmons, you get something for Bulls. You still have to have a mix of vets, and you can't get rid of all the vets that you've already have a contract with for a couple of years, or unless you want a bunch of dead money. So you have to have a mix of vets and you have to have rookie contracts that are up and coming. So I still see that this rebuild isn't everybody's going to be a rookie or a second year player. It's just, it's nonsense. You can't do it. However, you can definitely trade some players and I think they're going to, I I, I see Cortland Sutton. He's going to be in a Ravens uniform. I see Jerry Judy, probably in a Panthers uniform. I see Garrett Bowles, maybe going to the Steelers. They need a left tackle. You got Simmons could be with a contender. I just, uh, you got to you've got to get something for those type of people, but you're stuck with like McGlinchey and you're stuck with Ben Powers because you just paid him. But there's a lot more problems on this team than Russell Wilson. They're not trying hard. I don't think many people are trying that hard. You know, Jerry Judy's more uh, invested in Twitter than he is on the field. Uh, he's a right punk. Now. He's a punk. All it's, right. Let's just call him like what he is. Like he's just a punk. And you know, like I, I was stabbing at him being a two year old last night. And you know, I'm just like, dude, Jerry, bad attitude. You know, <laughs> it's just like, where are we at here, dude? Jerry Moody Judy. It, it like this is where we're at. And and it, it's just it drives me crazy. You could have all the talent in the world, but if you don't have that heart. I just I I don't know what to tell you, uh, and I can't go there. I wanted to get to Todd here, and he he's firing, pushing back at me a little bit. Luke, you don't think that Russell's play has shown vast improvement over the last season? Yes, Todd. I I think I've seen improvement, significant improvement. But does it matter? The Broncos are losing football games. Who cares if you're improving and still losing football games? What we're not giving orange slices out. Russell's contract is not dealing out orange slices. It's going to be powered by the Walton Penner billion dollar machine. That's what that contract operates on. Not the try hard, the, oh, good for you, Russ. You lost 15 pounds. I'm done with it. That was last summer. Those victory laps are over. They count for nothing. So let's just be honest and let's just be fair. Maybe we were wrong to be excited, but were we though? Were, are you are you supposed to be wrong and be embarrassed as a fan base because you're getting a Super Bowl winning quarterback coming to your team? No, Broncos country shouldn't be embarrassed about that. They shouldn't feel bad about that. We should see it for what it is. And Tom, ultimately, I think we're going to see some big changes starting on Friday. I think so too. Uh, but you know what? There, there's changes other than players that need to be made. And you know that I didn't like the Sean Payton hire. I accepted it. I thought he could do well. But right now, I'm not convinced that Sean Payton is the man to turn this thing around. He he totally went out and laid an egg on the, you know, in the Jets game when he was talking all sorts of big talk this offseason, going on national media. And all he that smack it up. So if you're going to instill mental toughness, which is what this team needs, you have to go out and do that. And he didn't. He failed miserably to the guy he was bad mouthing. Now, I mean, Hackett isn't the one in charge. I like Robert Sala, he's a good coach. Michael Ronquillo, thank you for coming in with Facebook Stars. Saying good evening, Thomas and Luke on the Mile High Insiders. Go Broncos. Happy bo- happy early birthday in case I missed it. I was watching the, those animals last night on the Tuesday show and uh, heard you have a birthday coming up or saw you have a birthday coming up, Mike. Michael so. does? Yeah, pretty sure here it. in a couple of days. I think it's Thursday or Friday if I'm not 
Tomorrow. Yep, tomorrow. Right on. Nice. Yeah, tomorrow. Happy early birthday, Michael. Let's give yeah, Michael happy birthday, early shout-outs if we can. And then give him some more shout-outs on the shows tomorrow. Mike is one of our biggest supporters. Um, really, really appreciate that. Speaking of one of our biggest supporters, GLP, man. I got to get to Gary. Gary's been riding with us since the beginning. Gary tells it how it is. Here we go. Hey, Thomas and Luke, while I can point to many reasons for this debacle, the one that's responsible is Sean Payton. I love the guy but he isn't getting it done. Gary, I couldn't have said it better myself. I was thinking the same thing that you were, Gary, as Tom was saying, look, man, I wasn't thrilled, and I had my uh, reservations, I would say. I, you weren't upset about it. You weren't disappointed, but no. you had reservations. You were excited and, and curious, but you had your reservations, and I, it's hard to push back on that, Gary, right? I mean, when this team is dysfunction palooza, it just it doesn't make much sense. And I'm really hoping that Gary and Broncos country and I'm hoping you, Tom, like me, I hope that we identified Sean Payton posturing yesterday when he's like, no, I'm not talking about trades or call, you know, getting rid of any of our guys. I think that's all posturing on a short week. Right where Kansas City is is supposed to be the goal. I think that you will see trades. Virtually every reporter around the league has a story of some sort. And you were talking about the Steelers, maybe with the Garrett Bowles. Keep your eye on Justin Simmons. Um, yep. Hearing through, right, just like everybody else, Pittsburgh yep. very interested in a Justin Simmons. Gary, thanks so much for all of your support, guys. We are rocking MHI on Wednesday night, six p.m. Mountain. He is Thomas Hall. Get at Tom on Twitter at Thomas Hall NFL. Yours truly at Luke Patterson LP. If you'd like to reach out to Scott on the ones and twos, that's at Scout Kennedy as well. Let's talk injury report real quick today, Tom. I guess we'll try to be responsible and stop bashing the Broncos for just a hot second <laughs> and actually get to some of the news of the day, right? Because your Denver Broncos march into Kansas City and they're going to get uh, whipped up on by the Kansas City Chiefs tomorrow night. But hey, Taylor Swift, right? Broncos country, you get a first look. <laughs> It's Taylor Swift, and I wrote about Taylor Swift in one of my keys to victory. Tom, we'll talk about that in just a here. I saw, I read bit. it. I read yeah, it. Yeah, could you believe it? It was the first time my wife or my daughter read one of my articles too. <laughs> I had to tell them Taylor Swift. There was a Taylor Swift thing in there because that's where we're at, Broncos country. Yeah. Uh, as an NFL analyst, I'm just telling you the same thing every week with numbers. Got a little creative this week, and I'm trying to bring you into it. Head on over to milehighhuddle.com. Tom, injury report. Uh, Frank Clark out with an illness. That's always suspect. Uh, defensive tackle DJ Jones knee did not practice. Baron Browning was limited. They're trying to ramp Baron back up. Lloyd Cushenberry quad limited full participants. Greg Dulcich, that hamstring limited full participant. He is officially listed as questionable for Thursday night football against Kansas City. Mike Purcell with ribs was limited and full participant. Justin Simmons, a hip full participant, Justin Sternad back, full participant, and Javante Williams, starting running back for your Denver Broncos, is anticipated to go. He was full in practice today. Tom, big deal or little deal that Javante Williams suit up in this whole aspect of Broncos versus Chiefs? Hey, gang, make Little Caesars the official pizza sponsor of the NFL part of your game day you know how it is watching the broncos to say the least you work up a bit of an appetite but you can get ahead of that by ordering online during our pizza pizza pregame one hour before and three hours after nfl kickoffs 
plus all day Sunday and get ready for some football and fun. Choose your favorite Little Caesars pizza or pick the toppings you crave. Either way, you win. Personally, I'm a big fan of Little Caesars plain cheese pizza, but my favorite for what it's worth is the pepperoni with stuffed crust. And speaking of winning, everyone scores with convenient delivery or our in-store pizza portal pickup. So grab some friends and enjoy a few slices during the game. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, I, you know, I love watching him run, but he just hasn't been very effective this year. So hopefully he can be effective. I, I hope so. I mean... He hasn't he hasn't been what I thought he was going to be. Well, I take that back. I didn't think he'd be very effective until I realized he actually healed up from his injury and looked like his old self for a while. So then I'm all confused about what to think about Javante Williams. But I want him on the field. I want him to play. Uh, I don't want him to get hurt. But you know, he's he's not one of the, I I love watching him run, but he's not one of those players that you're going to be like, oh, we can't lose this guy. So get him out there, let him play see what he can do. Hopefully he can uh, carry the load and, and uh, run through the chiefs defense. But the the problem is, is it doesn't matter what the offense does. The real problem is the defense. And now that DJ Jones is out, it's going to be even worse. Mm. I mean, the chiefs are going to just run it right down the Broncos throat all freaking night. Yeah. Don't worry. Matt Henningsen to the rescue, right? Uh, right. Uh, is that, that's what we're looking at. I mean, and Look, I hate this. I I hate that, you know, I have to tell my daughter the 16 games tomorrow night, honey. That's what we're looking at. 16 game streak. I mean, that's yeah. that's where we're at. It's it's just it's uh demoralizing as a fan base. It's embarrassing. It's entertaining, I guess, to a degree when you see these guys going at it on Twitter and and stink going after the lot of them and Rod Smith and Philip Lindsay and Jerry Judy and all the craziness. That is the Denver Broncos this year. But at the same time, man, it's just it, it makes the game of football feel so disrespected, so insignificant, if you will. It, it just it takes so much joy. It really does. It robs a, it robs a lot of joy from a fan base who keeps coming back for more because they love this football team. And when they're seeing players quitting on the field, it, it just it's hard for fans not to quit on them. And I'm never going to tell someone what to do with their time. But look, I think there's a lot of people in Broncos country that are hoping we could just get this over with on Thursday and then buff Stanford Friday night and you got a free weekend. I, I mean, that's that's pathetic. And it wasn't supposed to be like this. This was supposed to be. Remember Sean Payton's comments at the Super Bowl, Tom, talking about Kansas City? This Hell no, I'm not rooting for Kansas City. I don't want them to win anything. We're coming for them. What a joke. What a joke. We're talking about him being a joke to Nathaniel Hackett and Robert Sala and the New York Jets. Let's talk about what a joke it was to pretend that this team was going to be competitive against the Kansas City Chiefs in prime time tomorrow night. New rock bottom coming soon. Yeah, I mean, you, <laughs> I got to say, any given Sunday or any given Thursday, it could happen. But if you look at these teams, how they're playing now, there's 
no real hope that the Broncos can beat them, but you never know. They may have, uh, they may no. just have some sort of luck. Everything bounces no. their way. Who knows? <laughs> no, <laughs> Gotta keep some hope up. <laughs> Remember when Pat Mahomes twisting his knee and getting hurt didn't stop Matt Moore from beating the Broncos ass. Yep. I mean, like it's, I hear you, man. Crazy things, crazy things can happen. And that's one of my keys, Tom. I wanted to ask you about that. I was like, look, go for broke on absolutely everything. Yeah. Fourth down. Let's do some hail Marys. Let's do some onside kicks. Let's do some fakes. Let's do everything because what your 10 point dogs off the top of my head. Uh, I think I, I said something like that in my article. Most, most sports books. I mean, nobody's picking you to win this team. Pat Mahomes says we have to be careful. We have to respect this team. Otherwise we could get caught. I mean, this is a guy who it's a get right game. It's a get right game for the Kansas City Chiefs and Pat Mahomes. And let's be honest, we see it in the chat. And I talked about it here a little bit ago. It's going to be the Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift show. That's that's what this has become. And it bothers me and nothing against her, but everything against Travis because he's a chief and I can't stand him. That mustache. I hear you guys in the chat, too. That mustache is suspect. You want to see a mustache? Look to my left there with Tom. That is a mustache. <laughs> that thing that Travis Kelsey's got. I, Good Lord, it needs to get tested. Chris Varela coming in here for a $5 super. Good evening, Luke and Thomas. Who would you pick in the draft if you were the Denver Broncos GM and a quarterback was available? Caleb Williams or Drake May? Tom? Yeah, I mean, both of them have some game, right? I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of liking Drake May only because he seems like he's more of a fit for what Sean Payton wants to do. Maybe uh, Caleb, no, no, nothing against Caleb Williams. The guy's got, uh, you know, he's got uh, a good game as well, but I, I don't know. I I'm go If Sean Payton's going to stick around for a while and get this thing right. I think four I think years likes Drake may, right. I, I think that's four years. Who at least. I would go with, but um, yeah, I would take either one. Really. I would take either one. I just, the problem is I don't know if they're going to be in position to take either one. Because I mean, I mean, I think that's the luck that we've seen. Let's talk <laughs> about that. Let's talk about that, Tom. That's a fantastic point that you and Chris are bringing up right now. The draft is a relevant conversation when you're a garbage team because it's all you've got. Right. Broncos country, you know that all too well. It's what we do here, right? And welcome to Broncos country, Sean. You fit right in, apparently. I didn't, We haven't met anyone who doesn't fit in. Otherwise, this team would be winning. Uh, that's just, is it cursed? I mean, is it like one of those deals where the Red Sox were cursed for years and years? They had to reverse that curse. I know baseball playoffs going on. Scott, big baseball guy, right? I mean, like, what is it? Cause it's disgusting and there's no excuse for it. And I'm not buying any excuse for it, Tom. I don't want to be talking about the NFL draft in October. I know. I don't want to be talking about it in October with Sean Payton who, by the way, was not just hired off the street. Broncos country remembers because it's what we do here. We give a king's ransom for anyone and everyone. And I am a Sean Payton guy. I will say this. Things need to improve. I'm not going to make any excuses for Sean Payton. I, I'll go and be so nitpicky about Sean Payton. I hate that he does the little conference call on Mondays instead of getting up there and facing the music. I hate, I hate it. I absolutely detest it. And I get that's his right. And you shouldn't, um, you know, be smurge a man his right. But I just don't like it. It's for someone who's so bold and brash and willing to kind of take jabs at the media. You should be willing to do that at Monday's pressers as well. In addition to having a team that's out of control, Tom, explain this to me. Little Jordan Humphrey was released today. Yeah, I guess because they think Greg Dulcich is the next Travis Kelsey and they want to bring him up and see what they have with him. Who knows if he's going to play? 
Uh, little Jordan Humphrey, I don't know. He had one more touchdown than Jerry Judy scored. Jerry Judy hasn't done jack squat this season. What are we doing? You're, you're, I get little Jordan Humphrey's not a world beater, but he tries a lot harder than Cortland Sutton and Jerry freaking Judy right now. Yeah, that's the thing. I was surprised because he he did to put seem to put effort in. He just doesn't have he doesn't have the same skill set, right? He just he's not he's a he's a I'm not saying that he's not a good player. Don't get me wrong, but he's in the NFL. I, you know, I can't I'm not playing in the different NFL. Different tier. Different but tier. But yeah, he's he's at a lower tier. If Jerry Judy had more will to win, he would be an excellent player. But instead, he doesn't care. So he's, you know, he doesn't even have a thousand yards, has no you know, a season, he doesn't have a touchdown this season. You got running backs with more touchdown catches than he has. So it was a bit of a surprise because if you're trying to, you know, send a message about you either try hard or you're gone, little Jordan Humphrey seemed to be the try hard guy, yeah. right? Why, why release game? Him? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they'll try and bring him back on the practice squad and then he'll be back on the roster when they trade. Sutton or Judy or both, um, he'll be back. But it, it just was an odd move. There's other players on that roster you could you could kick off the team to make room for Dulcich. Oh, I could think of yeah, I could think of twenty. But I mean, is Dulcich ready? Is he going to do something? And we should find out. You know, I'm just grouchy about the whole thing because right now I don't like everybody over there, and that's I hate to be that way. Right. I hate to be that way because it's generalized. It's irresponsible and it's emotional. It's not thinking with your your head. It's just being reactive. And so you have to step away from it. You have to try to remove yourself. And there is some talent on that team. You want to try to figure out, is it worth it to trade to get capital? Is it worth it to trade to maybe get some players, some young prospects that maybe you missed out on in the last draft? I don't know. I mean, let's explore all options when we're looking at it. I wanted to get to Jack here real quick. Um, because this is something that's going on in social media and the Broncos debate uh, as to what the problem is and whose fault is it, right? Lots of faults, right? Tom, you're always quick to po point that out, and I like it because it's a team sport, man. Like, it's not just on Russ, right? He, he had the losing play of the game 100%, but there were a million problems in that game, and we could talk about it until the sun comes up. But Jack coming in here saying, look, man, Jerry Judy has the wrong coach in Broncos country, Jack. They're echoing what you say. I mean, some of them are saying, look, he's never fit in. He's never ha been given a right opportunity. Never this, never that. And I just don't get it. You're well within your right to have that opinion because obviously coaching has been a problem around here, Jack. And I can't fight you on that. You've got me dead to rights. However, uh, you can't coach effort. You really can't. I get that Jerry Judy's playing on a rookie contract, and that's something else that makes me absolutely disgusted on social media. Jerry Judy's not even getting paid. Jerry Judy hasn't done anything to get paid. Jerry Judy should could barely be on this roster, if we're being honest. In Carolina, let me ask you this, Tom. Some guy named Evero's over there. Who's in the building with Jerry Judy? What do you think they're they're asking him? And what do you think those answers are? Hey, Coach Evero, tell us about Jerry Judy. Is he a dog? Is he a hard worker? Is he going to help bring Bryce Young and this franchise back to relevancy? Or is Coach Ivaro saying he's great route runner? Something we all know. Yep. I mean, let's have that honest conversation because I'm done with the excuses, Tom. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. 
offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, no, I mean, he's got a ton of talent. He just needs to get out there on the field. And what co- – like like uh, Scott just pointed out, he's had three coaches. Now they haven't been great coaches, but he's had three coaches, three different personalities, and he hasn't done anything with any of them. So plus he's had a quarterback in Russell Wilson who can deliver the ball. It's not Drew Locke throwing to him, right? It's He's got a competent quarterback, not last year obviously, but this year. So what does right. it take to get Jerry Judy uh, to reach his potential? Is it the perfect coach who treats him exactly how he needs to be treated? Like, come on. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think he's saying, oh, yeah, this guy's talented. He can run routes, but he needs motivation. And But the problem is, is when, how long will that motivation last? That's the problem. It with Randy Gregory, I said this, I said this right away. I said they trade Randy Gregory, he's gonna go help a team that's a contender because he'll be motivated. He was not motivated this year at all, right? No, he wasn't Tom. No, like so now you're gonna have Jerry Judy in the same situation. How long will he be motivated? Go to Carolina, lose some more games, and he doesn't care. Are they gonna are are they gonna give up the draft capital for potential and for his athleticism and what he could do? Or are they gonna be like, well, we'll give you something for him, but not a whole lot because we know that he really hasn't performed in the three years that well, fourth year now that he's been here. I, I like know. to pop off. I like to pop pop off and make fun just as much as the next guy on social media, right? But try not to take too many personal shots. Um, that being said, man, it's grown folk business, right? So here we go. What are we doing here, Jerry? What are we doing? Does Jerry even want to be here? Let's just be honest. Let's have that conversation. I don't think so, right? So would it be so wrong for Jerry Judy to try to request a trade? Why hasn't that happened? I, I mean, maybe it has happened. I mean, like, it's just what we asked last week on this show. What happened to the whole radio silence thing from the Broncos? That just <laughs> went away when the regular season got here. I mean, it's still going on. Maybe Sean's not seeing it. I guarantee you he knows it's going on. He knows everything that's going on. My God, he's paranoid around that building. It's one of the reasons I actually wanted him in. I'm like, we need every detail. He's missing the big picture completely. Uh, it, it's just it's so frustrating right now with this team, Tom and Jerry Judy. He's not he's making things any yeah, he's not he's making anything any easier. And uh, uh, James coming in, Luke, are you trying to stay negative and maybe it'll reverse the bad play? Maybe <laughs> if that's what it takes, right? It's not going to come from me, man. If it takes like coming from a guy like Stink and, and Stink's been public enemy number one in the Broncos locker room before. If, it, if that's what it takes to get you going, I don't yeah. know what to tell you. Rodney Garcia coming in here too, saying, look, man, we're talking little Jordan Humphrey getting released today in the wake of a potential Greg Dulcich activation. Brandon Johnson, he's been doing well. Some yeah. guy named Marvin Mims had, you know, a horrible game last week, a rookie game. Welcome to the NFL, Rook, right? Slow down for just a second. Uh, but Marvin Mims has been performing quite well. Uh, it's just, man, Jaleel McLaughlin and Marvin Mims have kind of been leading this team, Tom, and that doesn't say a lot. I ask you this, and and we're talking Taylor Swift to the Kansas City Chiefs, right? (laughs) I'm like, look, the Broncos, they need to create some bad blood of their own in this game. Is there a a one man, a single player on this roster who's willing to say, nope, 
you're not going to push me around. I don't care what's happened. Uh, maybe they were on the previous teams. Maybe it's their first year with this team. Is someone willing to stand up to the big bad bully? That's the Kansas City Chiefs. Could it be an underdog? Could it be a soft-spoken guy we don't even know about yet? This team is just waiting for a leader on the roster to grab this team by the reins and lead, Tom. And I I honestly can't say they have one. Even if there was someone like that on this team, they're still not good enough to defeat the bully. That's the problem. <laughs> no, you can stand but up to good the bully, to but you're still going to get they're, punched in the mouth. That's they're the good enough to fight the bully and be respectable, right? And not look pathetic. They could show their face at school the next day, even though they lost the fight on the playground. At least they put their dukes up. They didn't run away, or they didn't just cower in the corner and give them the milk money. It's just, yeah. it's so frustrating, Tom. And I want to go back it. to something you said, though. All right, the fact that. Sean Payton no longer cares about his radio silencing. That to me tells me that he's lost the team. People don't care. And even if he's going to, mm. what are they going to do? What is what is he, what is Jerry Judy going to do if, if coach Payton comes out and says, stop popping off with uh, these legends uh, on Twitter, he'll be like, why? I don't care. You're <laughs> what are you going to do to me? You're going to trade me. Good. That's what I want to be. I want to be traded. Right. I mean, the, the problem is, is this, the team quit. They obviously don't care, so there has to be a purge no matter what. I don't care if they if they win a few more games and they look kind of respectable. You don't. You still can't keep this team together. Some things have to change. You've got to bring in some other people, other players who will buy into what Sean Payton is saying. I don't know how at this point that I don't know how he's going to get anyone to buy in after what happened with the Jets. That's the problem that I have, but. You know, and and the other thing too is you're, you're talking about going out there and just going for broke on everything. They didn't even throw to the freaking end zone when they were in the red zone and the, versus the Jets. That one entire red zone trip, they never once took a shot at the end zone. So are they going to go? None for of broke? the receivers are worth a squirt. Uh, that's <laughs> where we're at. A shot. I mean, you're right. You're right. You can't be gun shy and look pathetic at the same time. Phil coming in here, uh, weighing in, saying good evening. September 17th, 2015. Who'd have thought the Broncos would have let the Chiefs do this to us now? Worst defense since recorded history on DVOA. All unbelievable truths about our Broncos. Buck them, go Broncos, MHH for life. Thanks for the support, Phil. Thanks for weighing in. Yeah, it's uh, it's pathetic, man. And it makes me wonder, like, it must be nice in Kansas City, right? Knowing they get Thursday night football, they're loading up on their, uh, their draft fantasy lineups there you know prop bets on kelsey how many is he gonna get i'm waiting for there to be prop bets on how many you know shots of taylor swift are we gonna get that's an over under i think everyone would be interested in uh phil i hear you man i i just don't know i don't know what to tell you and my last key real quick over at milehighhuddle.com keys to victory against the chiefs i know right i can feel the eye rolls as i say that <laughs> uh look sean payton needs to face reality stop running from adversity man and just face it head on the hardest thing that we can do is be courageous and admit our faults and it's something i struggle with in particular i think as humans we all struggle with it right we all have some ego we all have some pride but it's okay to say that this didn't work out it's okay to move on it's okay to try to grab the bull by the horns sean payton 
maybe if you really want to see what you have on this team, and, and I'm not saying this is the answer long-term, you should stop play calling your precious offense and give it to your offensive coordinator. Help the defense, for Christ's sake. I mean, this is where we're at, Tom. It's so incompetent. You're not going to fire VJ, or maybe the plan was, ha, 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 Friday. The day after Kansas City, that's the day we're going to get rid of EJ. That's the date he circled on the calendar on the way back on the flight from Miami, Tom. Maybe. Kansas City Chiefs, Thursday night football, VJ with the big X. I mean, that's what we're waiting for here in Broncos country. What are we going to do? I mean, they're six games in, six games in, Tom. Yeah. I mean, if... If you were the owner of a business and somebody embarrassed you because of their performance on the at the board meeting for several times in a row, do would you like keep hanging hanging around? Keep bringing them like, back. Yeah, come on, you can get it right after after five tries of embarrassment because your performance <laughs> is so bad. No, it's time to let but them look, go. Look, guys, we have new uniforms, and I yeah. brought bagels. It's okay. This meeting will go okay. Look at my new stuff. Yeah, they, they the changes have to be made. It's just the way it is because I'll tell you right now, there's probably going to be more Taylor Swift fans watching Thursday night football than there's going to be fans of football watching it because they know it's going to be an embarrassment. So why would you tune in? If you're like a football fan, like, oh, yeah, let's watch the incompetent Broncos get whipped up on by a competent team uh, by a bunch of points. They've got better things to do. I mean, I love football and I got to watch it anyway because, you know, I have to write about it. I would, but a lot of fans that are maybe not a fan of either team would tune in to watch football, but maybe they won't. Like, maybe they won't. I, I don't know. If it, if it wasn't part of my job, I wouldn't. And that's just being completely honest. I wouldn't. I wouldn't blame anybody. I mean, you got to get kids to bed, right? It's a school night. Um, what you're gonna have the boys over and be miserable, uh, you know, and have some drinks and, and be miserable and watch that together on a late night where you got to wake up and go to work the next day. I get it, folks. I really do. You know, we, we're in a privileged position here at MHH where we love what we do and uh, we're responsible, especially us, Tom, on game day, man. It, it before pregame, uh, a game day, I mean, that's a work day for us. And we take our responsibility covering this team very seriously. Stay tuned to MahaHuddle.com. The pod's going to be going. I know that. You guys want to really fire away those reactions and, and, and really numb yourselves? Tune in to Chad and Zach after the game on Thursday night. I'll have an article up. Tom will have an article up as soon as the game is over. And we will be rocking. David's rocking, man. Third super in a row. Gentlemen, when players give up due to numerous issues, Maybe this was the plan all along. Wilson's not a leader. So another good one. Broncos country's been coming at us, pitching us all the all the debates that are going on right now. Are the Broncos tanking on purpose? Is this the uh, we're conspiracies, right? Tom and I are talking aliens and DIA <laughs> and craziness before the show even starts, right? Let's talk conspiracies in the NFL. Do the Broncos look so bad on purpose? Is that because that's going on right now, Tom? I know as ridiculous as that might sound, crazier things have happened. They have at least one win, right? So they're not looking like a winless team. But it's hard for the Broncos to to really look at their schedule and pick a W on any remaining game. I, I would say no, because they it was it's been incompetence. It hasn't been it, unless there's some master plan that Sean Payton's like, I'm going to hire Vance Joseph because he's going to be so bad that we're going to be able to take, <laughs> which I mean, yes! I don't, 
I don't That's buy into happened. I don't buy into it, but it explains everything, <laughs> Tom. I mean, but seriously, yeah. like good who saw this coming? Sean, uh, we didn't see this coming. I now, no one was thrilled that Vance was was back. We were all and I'm like, look, let's all right, fine. Let's give him let's give him a shot. Good lord, Sean, you should have known better. I I mean, maybe we don't. You should have known better. David knows better. Even Here's last year. Go ahead. Here's the thing. People love Vance Joseph's ability to coach players like in practice. And uh, Wade Phillips loves Vance Joseph. He thinks he's a great coach. The problem is Vance Joseph, the person who teaches how to put your feet right or teaches you how to rush the passer or drop back or whatever. That guy doesn't come out when it's time to call the game on game. Can't day. call a game. That's he's the a problem. Player. You can put him at, you know, maybe you can make your, you know, he, he made his bones as being a defensive backs coach because he didn't have to go out there and actually perform when the bright lights were on. Some people just can't do it. And he can't, it is, we've seen it. We've seen it. As a head coach, we've seen it as a defensive coordinator. He's not, he doesn't have what it takes. So why prolong the misery? Joe Vitt is sitting there, but 43 years in the NFL. You don't think he can't come in and call a game just as good as Vance Joseph? I think he nope, can. Apparently not. Apparently, <laughs> no one can. No one, I mean, like, good lord. Is this all about Sean's ego too? Because that's that's a relevant conversation. David, again, man, thank you so much. Even last year, the Broncos played the Chiefs tough. You're right, David, but, you know, I'm not saying this to be a jerk. Who cares? Do you care that it was played tough, or do you care about the streak, 15-0, for the Kansas City Chiefs? That's where we're at, man. I mean, it's pathetic, but when you don't have anything, these are the straws that we have, David, so I'm exactly right. I mean, that was the one thing we could say, well, at least they tried. I mean, at least we tried. We're talking about the NFL. Who yep. gives a gee whiz about effort and trying? This is a production business. There are billions of dollars on the line. Phil McLaughlin coming in again with some support and some love. Thank you, Phil, for tuning in to MHI on your Wednesday night. All right, fellas. The last time we started one and five, we finished two and eleven, four and ten, three and eleven, and seven and nine. Which one do we come closest to this year? Fantastic question, Phil. Um, Is that going over? <laughs> yeah, good question. Yeah, look, Phil, we got. I just one win. I I give him one more win. One more win, maybe for the entire season, because I think this team is going to blow up starting on Friday. I don't necessarily know if the blockbuster trade is going to happen Friday. I think it's probably going to happen closer to next week, but I think VJ will probably be terminated on Friday. Friday will be a very busy news day before we all get to our beloved weekend without Broncos football. Uh, it's just crazy, Phil, that we're talking about that. We're talking about, well, what do we have to look forward to in terms of trajectory? After the one and five start, right? That's where we're at. And Broncos country, I ask you this, and Tom knows better than all of us. He's four and one and pick him. I'm right behind him, three and two, tied with a few other guys. Uh, but we all knew the Jets were going to win that game, right? When they give us hope, we it just, you all know when there's a sliver of hope, they're going to stab you in the heart. That's your 2023 number Broncos. EJ coming in with a huge, generous $30 super chat. Thank you so much, EJ. I love the content and all at MHH, but why isn't anyone blaming John Elway? I loved the player as GM 
He hit some home runs in free agency, but overall was awful in team building. No way this team was going to be fixed in three years post Elway. Tom, this is a fantastic super. And the reason I say this is a fantastic super is because EJ's on to something here. Who's the guy that handpicked George Payton to be his successor? John Elway. John Elway. Now, while I can hear Broncos uh, Broncos country, they're rolling their eyes at EJ, right? The same way they roll their eyes at me when I say keys to victory against the Kansas City Chiefs. He's on to something. Ride with me here. John Elway, while he cannot be blamed continually year after year, and EJ understands that, we're talking George Payton ultimately here. That was an L.A. decision. Sean Payton was hired, said he loves George, couldn't wait to work with him. Those two, I guess they're working out. I mean, free agency, they both have their hits. They both have their misses. Right now, George Payton can at least hang his hat on Pastor Tan and seemingly thus far, Nick Benito, right, is his two big positives amongst the slew of negatives. But I hear you, EJ. I mean, there, there's plenty of blame to go around, including what the trust did, and that took some uh, serious time to still transition over. And there's still weird ownership things going on right now as we speak today. I was looking at it on social media before we came up. So the Walton Pendership Ownership Group are in. It's still taking some time for the fan base and, and these owners to figure it out, right? Because Broncos country loves their football. The Walton Penner ownership are sparing no expense. Yet the Broncos remain winless at home. Well, here's the thing. Uh, there's a couple things. So number one, people loved George Payton after his first draft. They thought, oh, Alvin made a great pick. George Payton, he looks great. He's had some of his mistakes. He's had some wins. Uh, whatever. Everybody does. My problem with blaming Elway at this point, number one, Elway built a team that was the best offense that ever happened and one of the best defenses that ever happened. So in building a team, he did all right. His problem was uh, after that, he picked the wrong coaches and he, uh, he picked the wrong quarterback. Besides that, it's three years later. The average the average uh, player lasts three years in the league. You can't keep blaming Elway anymore. It's three years later. Most of these, there's hardly anybody left on the team. Three years is a time where everybody, like people start turning over. It's time to forget about what Elway has done or didn't do and start taking care of business now. What can the Broncos do now besides placing blame? And that is to get rid of players with a losing mentality and start bringing in players that want to play hard and win. You know what you can do now? You can earn the respect of your fan base back. That's what you can do right yeah, now. You are absolutely. in complete control and power of you right now. And I'm not saying go be a mercenary out there, but good Lord, is someone willing to make a stand? I mean, right? Like I love Marvel movies, big nerd, Star Wars guy too, right? We all love the hero. Is some, Who wants to be a hero? Because the hero doesn't just get to wear their cape around and, and always be the popular guy, uh, especially on social media, right? No, the hero is doing the dirty work, the thankless work. Sometimes that needs to be revealed. And the Broncos, they need a hero. Uh, Gina Cooper, one of our heroes, thank you so much for tuning in to MHI and giving Tom and I a little bit of your evening, and we appreciate your support. Gina, I'm just counting the days till freaking George Payton is gone and not just moved to a different position. I mean, gone! And I absolutely love it. Uh, Gina's right, Tom. It's taken a little while here because I like George Payton. I think you like George Payton. We respect what he is and who he is in the scouting community. But 
there have been a lot of poor decisions and that's a potential name that Gina's looking at on Friday. And I absolutely love it. I was kind of trying to save it, Gina, right? I'm gonna do a little radio here in the mile high city on Friday, but maybe another name that's no longer with the Denver Broncos. Maybe George Payton is out starting Friday. In addition to uh, Vance Joseph. Now I'm not saying I think that's going to happen. I think it's a possibility because his fingerprints are all over this too. The one person we know who is safe over there right now, it's Sean Payton. Yeah. Sean Payton's safe. Uh, you know, George, George Payton, he he's probably not going to last because he made that big, the one big mistake that is going to cause problems for the next couple of years. And that is that contract that he gave to Russell Wilson. That is going to be the ball and chain that's being drug around for this team for the next two years when they could start the rebuild now and be in a different situation next year and the year after. But that that's the biggest that's the biggest uh, reason the Broncos are going to have trouble rebuilding is because of that contract. Other mistakes he's made. Not that not that bad. Uh, in my mind that you can get, uh, you can get out of it. They already got out of Randy Gregory, those type of things, but that's the big one. And someone's head's going to have to roll for it. And it's, it, there's only one person that's responsible for it. Well, the big one, right. Trading for us, but then you just had to double down, right. You had to get ahead of that market and you had to get that contract worked out. And that's what uh, people are looking at now, David coming in, EJ, you nailed it. He didn't build the team, Tom. And, and yeah, there's plenty of room of blame to go around, right? I mean, like, that's where we're at here. I wanted to just point this out because Broncos country, you're right, David. And EJ, you nailed it, Tom. Everyone's on it. I mean, it's hard for, to be like, you're wrong. Jerry Judy's not the problem. You're the problem. The head coach is the problem. He's never had a chance. I mean, there's a lot of wrong on this team. Not a lot of right. So uh, let's not turn on each other. Let's keep this debate going. I want to speak of the debate. I wanted to put point this out i see uh our guy was it dan is his name dan our guy dan's coming at scott here saying that the answer is jerry rosberg i i bring this up not to poke fun at dan or scott but because this is also a debate that's waging on in broncos country right now and i think i know why there was a guy in the denver media that's pointing out and, and, and throwing out quotes about humility and jerry rosberg this jerry rosberg that if you have the availability to ask coach a question ask him a hard question to his face don't get on social media and run with it look jerry rosberg's in the past that was a band-aid approach while i can appreciate and res respect what supreme leader snoke did <laughs> for the denver broncos those few weeks tom uh, there's no way that's like oh you guys got it completely wrong sean payton's the wrong hire you know who was the right hire you know who you missed on jerry rosberg i yeah. just i can't quite go there i understand when you're upset when you're frustrated when you're emotional right we lash out jerry rothberg let's not go that direction because i don't think he is the missing ingredient in this formula or recipe to success tom yeah look i mean sean payton wasn't my number one choice but jerry rothberg wasn't ahead of him by any means on the list so uh yeah you could have brought in a different coach would he have would that coach have been able to coach this team into a winner? Now, I don't know. I don't know. I, I I was all on the Jim Harbaugh wagon. I wanted, I thought he was the number one guy for me. He wasn't coming fine, whatever. Uh, but you've got, this is what you're dealt with now, right? You are now have been dealt these cards. What are you going to do about it going forward? Sean Payton's not going anywhere. 
you've got fan, uh, Vance Joseph who can be gone. You've got plenty of players who can be gone. You can start this thing over. You, the problem is it's going to be hard to, to tank, so to speak, tank with air quotes. Because of that uh, uh, quarterback contract, you're not going to have benefits because of it. But you still can make moves to say to this team, if you want to be here and you want to play hard or you want to be a coach who can perform, you're going to stick around. If you can't, then you're gone. And whether it was Jerry Rosberg or Sean Payton, whoever was here, they're still going to be in a similar situation, and they've got to make these decisions now. Sean Payton's driving me crazy right now, Tom, just like he's driving Broncos country crazy. And Sean's my guy, right? I'm not willing to give up on him, but I'm not going to make excuses for him either. I don't think Sean Payton's a coward. And the reason that I say that is because I think only a coward, that's right, only a coward would keep a man on his staff so that way he could blame that man for the team's shortcomings. That theory is out there, and I think it's that debate's worth having, right? I mean, is Vance Joseph the fall guy? And Todd's weighing in on that, saying VJ's a built-in excuse for the losing. I mean, maybe that's the reason, right? Broncos country's asking. They're scratching their head. Is the reason that uh, Sean Payton's keeping Vance Joseph around because all the heat can go to the defense? Look at how bad the defense is, Tom. The offense isn't the problem. We're not the problem anymore, guys. Yay! New uniforms. But the defense, oh, man, every week you got Rex Ryan yelling at him. Uh, you got Garrett Bowles talking about losing. You got Justin Simmons crying about things. I mean, it's just the same old thing every week. I don't think that's the case. I don't think Sean Payton's just keeping VJ around to blame him. I think he's trying to give him a legitimate shot. But, Tom, as you know, man, desperate times require desperate measures. Well, I mean, if it is an excuse, that's a that's a sign of a terrible leader. I mean, if if that's what it's it a is, coward. so he can blame somebody else. A terrible leader, a good leader right now is going to say we've got Own problems it. and there's people aren't performing. Now, I'm not I'm not one that like oh you got to lay people off in the business and all that kind of stuff. I'm, I I hate to see people lose their jobs, but the NFL is a win business. You have to win in order to continue to do your job, uh, keep your job. That's plain and simple. And they're not doing it. And you can point to several things that are several people that aren't performing. It's time to make people accountable. And that's what it boils down to. I actually have less respect for him for not holding Vance Joseph accountable. He needs to hold him accountable because he has done a miserable job. It's time to hold him accountable. And that is... Sorry, Vance, you're not cutting it. We are going to part ways with you. You can give him as many chances as you want, but we've seen all these chances. It's not just this year. We've seen his defenses in the past. We've seen him as a head coach here. Witnessed it. Mm. He just doesn't have it. No, it's not good enough. No, he doesn't have it. The quarterback doesn't have it. This team doesn't have it. This leadership team, uh, the captains. I mean, Justin Simmons has to talk about it every single year, losing to the Chiefs since he's he's been here. I mean, nobody in that locker room. I mean, the Michael Michael Burton, right? He returns home, I guess, to the Chiefs, right? Where he he won a ring last year, the fullback for Denver. But he gets to experience things from this side now. Hey, welcome to Broncos country, fullback Michael Burton. It's tough, man. It's tough where this team is at right now, but. Thursday night football is tomorrow night. Your Denver Broncos take on the Kansas City Chiefs uh, at Arrowhead, G-E-H-A Stadium, I think is what they're calling it these days. 
Uh, Taylor Swift's going to be there, right? I'm sure a lot of folks are excited for that. World superstar. Um, Tom, remember when she turned down the Super Bowl halftime show? It's like yeah. she is the she is the show. She is the NFL show. Uh, I can't think of like a bigger star, right? I mean, a bigger star than Taylor Swift. And you said it earlier in the show. Go back and listen wherever you get your pods. You know, this is going to be the Taylor Swift show. A lot, a new audience is tuning into the NFL, and yeah. that's what they want to see. Michael Brinkio weighing in with some love and support. Great show tonight. Thomas and Luke on MHI. Go Broncos. We appreciate that, Michael. And happy early birthday, man. You're just hours away, right? Until the clock strikes midnight. We're celebrating you and your birthday, man. So celebrate with the fellows tomorrow night. KB, there's a familiar face. How you doing, bro? I'm sure he's excited for our uh, championship Denver Nuggets. That's right. Championship Denver Nuggets to get back. KB, one of the biggest basketball fans I know. What would make you happier? Beating the Chiefs? Both games? Or making the playoffs? Wow. Playoffs. So Hands so down. I'd rather make the playoffs. Chance. If the Broncos made the playoffs and lost to the Chiefs, fine. Get in there, beat them in the playoffs, you know, whatever it takes. Maybe I'd rather maybe I'd be successful than win. I hate losing the Chiefs and the streak sucks, but I, I'm ready for some success. I don't care how it comes. I don't care if they have to beat a bunch of one and uh, 10 teams to get there or whatever it is. They, they have to have, they need to start having some success and then beat the Chiefs. It's fine. I, I, I would take both, but give me the playoffs. I'd said a successful season would, would be going three and three in the AFC West before the season even started. I mean, I would be happy with one game and this streak. Like that's this team's not going to the playoffs. And I see what you're doing, KB. Right? You're just you're, like you're trying to make things just a little bit more enjoyable around this godforsaken franchise that is the Denver Broncos before they take the Chiefs. Man, it's something's got to change. And I say one game and I immediately think, man, what if what if we find a new hero tomorrow night? What if Julio McLaughlin goes off again? What if Mims has a comeback game, a coming out party? What if uh, Javante, welcome back, baby. Let's score our first rushing touchdown since December of last year. I mean, what if there's a new hero that emerges and they may not win the game, right? And there are no silver losses or silver linings in a loss in the NFL rather. Uh, but let's see something different something different i mean they're losing different this this year i mean they're still blowing halftime leads but it's <laughs> tough man i i see broncos country in here playoffs you know go, going completely uh cliche in it. it it's tough man this is where we're at but we were happy to rock with you guys you could check out mhi every wednesday night 6 p.m mountain if you didn't get enough tom tom will be back friday morning with legends be sure to tune in and then saturday you get uh Saturday. Are you on the Saturday, Tom, or was it I'm uh, off this Saturday? Yeah. Lance, you get Lance, Lance. and Ron. I saw in, in the in communications yep. earlier. So Lance Sanderson and Ron white will be taking you through the orange and blue view on Saturday night, possibly reacting to some breaking Broncos news, maybe some terminations, maybe some trades, maybe some releases. We will have to find out. Stay tuned to Broncos for breakfast in the mornings as well. Nick Kendall and Scott do a real bang up job for all of our folks repping all over the world. It's cool to see so many folks coming in from the morning show, giving love from wherever they're at. Um, Tom, it was a good show, man. This is tough times here in Broncos yep. country right now. And I don't think anyone's giving them a shot. Let's get to predictions just real quick, right? This will be quick. I said 45-24, Kansas City Chiefs. This is pathetic. Um, you can't spin this team as competitive or any other way. Blowout win for the Chiefs. 
I'm going to give my prediction, but before I do that, I just want to remind everybody that we have a mile high meet and greet in a week and a half. How could I week forget, seven. Tom? Lot E, the big blue mile high huddle tent with mile high huddle flags. Don't forget to come check us out. Lot E. Uh, I can't actually remember what I predicted I for the score. I got you. I got you up right now. And... 23, I think, is what I said. Yeah, you guys can read cheats. it. Read about it in our roundtable <laughs> picks right now. We all have it up there. And you can. Tom's, so you know, he's a humble guy. He doesn't want to brag too much that he's leading four and ones. So I'll do it for him. He's got 45 23. So we have similar scores, man. Blowout wins. I, Patrick Mahomes doesn't finish this game. Backup comes in. That's where we're at. You're going to see some changes starting on Friday, and I appreciate you guys so much for rolling with us. Get at Tom on Twitter at Thomas Hall NFL. Yours truly, Outlook Patterson LP. Head on over to milehighhuddle.com. Check out my Keys to Victory article up right now against the Kansas City Chiefs. Stay tuned to milehighhuddle.com after Thursday Night Football when that buzzer hits any minute from then. My uh, takeaways will be out, and then Tom's going to have a piece out. Both of our pieces run right around the same time, so we will be grinding for you and reacting. I will be hosting on 104.3 The Fan on Friday, so tune in Friday if you get the chance for Denver Sports tonight. Broncos country, you've been great. I guess Thursday night football, this is the way? This is the Tay? The Tay? Can we say (laughs) this is the Tay for Taylor Swift, baby? That's where we're at. This is it, Broncos country. This is the Tay.